Hey, thanks for tuning in to Tony D Podcast, brought to you by Flooring is Forever, flooringisforever.com. Uh, wherever you are, whatever point of day it is, hope you're having a great one and appreciate you taking some time out of your busy life to tune in. We've got the Colts to talk about. They finish off week one with the loss, again to the Jacksonville Jaguars, again at home, and again a week one loss for the organization. We'll discuss that. I went to the Jim Mercer concert on Friday. I'll discuss what we saw there. Um, also, IndyCar wrapping things up. I was in Portland slash Seattle last week. I went to the second to last race um, of the year for IndyCar. Alex Pillow, your champion. Scott Dixon wins the last race of the year at Laguna Seca. We'll talk about some offseason things. Uh, we've got some great interviews lined up over the next couple of weeks. Going to get some things set up for you guys, IndyCar-wise, Colts-wise, even some college football stuff. Uh, Going to really revamp. It's, it's one of my goals this Colts season uh, really revamp the podcast, uh, consistency, having some great conversations. Cause I know, uh, you probably don't want to hear from me all of the time. Big shout out to flooring is forever. Flooring is forever.com. 317-755-1246 for all of your flooring needs. Harley has you covered here locally in Indianapolis with over 20 years of experience. Give him a call today. 317-755-1246 flooring is forever.com. Wanted to start with this. Uh, before we really deep dive into the Colts' loss and, and, and what they did and didn't do, uh, shout-out to the Fans Place uh, for a free sports prediction app here locally in Indianapolis. We partner with different bars, restaurants. You go in, you geofence yourself into uh, whatever bar you're at. You check in. we got contests. You could win cash prizes. Colts tickets courtesy of Bud Light all season long. Free to play. Uh, if you haven't downloaded it today, please do. Um, had a great time over the weekend. We went to... Couple places before the Colts game, and and the hype for this team, you know, you, you really felt it. And yeah, are they going to go to the playoffs? More than likely not. Are we going to see things out of Anthony Richardson that make us scratch our head, uh, both in a good way and a bad way? Absolutely. But but the buzz around the city, uh, winning the Slipper Noodle, Kilroy's Brothers, places like that, the buzz around the city this weekend was incredible, and it was awesome to see. You know, what was it? The fifth or it was either the fifth or seventh different starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts on opening day in the last seven years. So hopefully Anthony Richardson stays healthy. Uh, he's an absolute freak of an athlete. Um, we're going to see him gunslinging. We're going to see him, you know, misplacing footballs. We're going to see him overthrowing guys. But, you know, it's going to be exciting with, with Anthony Richardson in the future. But if you haven't downloaded the Fans Place app, please do so today. Um, we are actually, this is crazy. I'll tell you the story real quick. We are partnered with Bud Light and we are partnered with JMV Bud Light Blue Fridays and 107.5 The Fan, which is crazy. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a meeting at Kilroy's and I was like, okay, Rory, who created the app, who's my boss sitting here with me, uh, a couple people from Zinc distributing in Bud Light that I know that I used to work for. And then some representation from, from 107.5 The Fan. I was like, man, all of my, uh, all of my adult career is is sitting right here. So uh, great to be back with them. I got to go on with JMV last Friday from Twin Peaks down in Greenwood. That was awesome. That was the first time I've been back on the airwaves with JMV. Uh, he's been on this podcast, as you know. It was the first time I'd been back on the airwaves between 3 and 6 since, uh, since leaving back in 2019. Uh, obviously, I'd been on uh, a couple times in the month of May talking Indy 500 um, with Kevin Bowen and, and and Jay Cook and all those all those people at the at the, at the fan that I that I like dearly, um, you know the 
the shit that I, that was going on when I was there is no longer going on, so that's good uh, and, and, and great to see some of those guys and, and, and be back hanging out with JMV. So come out to Bud Light Blue Fridays with him. Uh, we've got Colts tickets to give away every week. Uh, download the app, fansplace.com. All right, uh, well, look, I don't think anybody expected really the Colts to win, and I think they did what we thought that they were going to do in that week one loss at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were going to give them a run for the money, uh, but the Jags' defense, really good. Colts' defense, really good. I, I was very impressed with the Colts' defense. Obviously, DeForest Buckner gets the touchdown. Um, didn't really hear much from Shaq Leonard, which was pretty much expected. What do you have? Two solo tackles. I'm not going to get into that. I think you guys have seen enough on Twitter at Tony D and D. Um, just kind of, I don't know if despise is the word, but it's just like, you know, is there anybody more? to me annoying in this guy and obviously he shares the same agent as Jonathan Taylor in that situation look the running game wasn't good on Sunday we know that but I'm not sure that Jonathan Taylor would have had too much success either running in that backfield the offensive line was was a little bit all over the place um, you know things were just scattered uh, there were some special teams plays that were great there were some special team plays that weren't great you had a lead you kind of were dictating the tempo Anthony Richardson had a nice throw uh, for a touchdown, Michael Pittman really played well, and 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 I know it's week one. Really, you know, separated himself from that wide receiving core. Obviously, he's the number one guy, but there has been speculation and questions on whether he uh, can put up number one type wide receiver numbers. We saw that obviously a sample size on Sunday, but you know, look, it's going to be an up and down season. I, I've been saying this since draft night. It's going to be a roller coaster of a ride. There's going to be times where. We're going, oh, shit, Anthony Richardson is incredible. And then there's going to be times where we say, oh, shit, why did he throw that? Or what's going on with the offensive line? Or why was that pass drop? Look, it's 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 not a Super Bowl season. It's probably not even a playoff season. But, you know, at the end of the day, the Colts have an exciting quarterback. There is some young core players that are that are fighting their asses off. Um, you know, I, I've been pretty negative on this Colts team. Not the biggest Ballard fan, but I'm trying to keep it as positive looking forward as possible. Uh, and that's simply because of the hype and what I love in Anthony Richardson, which is um, a guy that can extend the play with his feet. We saw that. A guy that is is just absolutely huge. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. It probably doesn't sound right. But I mean, he's just a big, big quarterback, a big-bodied quarterback. And, you know, he can withstand some pressure and take a few hits. So uh, we'll see, you know, coming up this weekend, back on the road, back home in week number three. Hopefully you can at least, you know, start the season at bare minimum one and two. I'll uh, have, have an okay chance to go two and one. So let's talk about the Jim Irsay concert that I went to on Friday night from Lucas Oil Stadium. You know, I think most of my listeners and people that follow me on Twitter know that I'm a, I'm a big Jim Irsay supporter um, you know, a lot of people rip him, call him crazy, and I do. I think he's crazy, yeah, absolutely. But the guy's got a got a big heart, and um, I think he's great for the community of Indianapolis. And and you know, sometimes the the, the football decisions that he makes aren't ones that I agree with. Obviously, Ballard being extended, some of the other things, uh, some things I do agree with. But overall, I think Jim Mercey is 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 great for the city. Uh, is 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 really great, you know. I've never met the guy, uh, but just seeing what what he's done and giving back, and you know, I, there's not, there's there's not a lot of NFL teams in this in 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 the league that probably have an owner that can put on a concert. See the best singer in the world? No, but for free, fans got to go to Lucas Oil Stadium, 
see Chris Angel hang upside down from the rafters, getting out of a straight jacket. Got to see Kurt Cobain's guitar that he recorded Smells Like Teen Spirit with. And got to see, even though the guy's kind of an ass, uh, John Mellencamp. And you, and on top of that, if that's not enough, he donated a lot of money to Riley. And you got a $10 voucher to the concession stand to grab yourself a hot dog, beer, Coke, nachos, popcorn, whatever you wanted. Um, so it was cool. I mean, look, that collection is, you know, unheard of. I mean, there's stuff in there like JFK's hat. I don't even, like... If I had all the money in the world, I don't know what I would buy. I'm sure I would have, like, a race car in my living room and probably, you know, have a Dairy Queen Blizzard machine in my kitchen. But some of that stuff is just so incredible. They had Edger and James's um, convertible there. That was pretty cool. So um, that was a good time. Uh, really enjoyed that. It was super fun. It was a nice night out downtown, and it's always a good way to kind of kick off the season and, uh, you know, really get going into the NFL and, and, and the Colts. And it was just, it was just different. Just seeing some of the things and, and, and checking out what, what he had to offer was, was a lot of fun. So that was a great opportunity. If you got to go, I'm sure you probably enjoyed yourself. If not, I'm sure you enjoyed at least bare minimum a free hot dog, which is always good in my book. A lot of fun, a lot of fun to be had. And we did so. Uh, shout out to Jim Mersey and the Colts for putting that on. Uh, got to run into who I'm going to get on this show, uh, Matt Taylor. So for all you Colts fans, know Matt Taylor is the play-by-play voice of the Indianapolis Colts on the radio. Matt and I don't really probably talk as much as we, we should or, or used to, but Matt and I were very close in our time at the radio station, and it's awesome to see what he's doing Um for the Colts, not only, you know, there's so much, him and I had this discussion, and I remember it, there's just so much stuff from the draft on all summer, you're working on, you're plugging away, and there's a lot of things that go on in that Colts organization, um, especially in that radio room that I know that that isn't seen, and it was great to see him, and, and, and can't wait to uh, listen to him throughout the season to a couple more, or hopefully more than a couple uh, Colts wins this season. Had a lot of fun this IndyCar season as it wraps up with Alex Pillow as your champion. Scott Dixon wins the last race of the season. Got to go out last weekend to Portland and Seattle for the second-to-last race of the season. It was really nice. I uh, haven't been to Seattle since 2019. Uh, see my dad and the, and the rest of the family. Shout-out to the Tacoma Rainiers, the minor league affiliate of the Seattle Mariners. Got to go catch a game uh, in which they won. Great little stadium there in Tacoma, close to where... Um, my dad and the rest of the family are. Got to come back on Tuesday and take some batting practice with my dad. What a great idea um, that my dad and stepmom had of having my brother, my half-brother, who is at Sacramento State University of all places. Uh, they had his open house at the ballpark after he graduated high school back in May. And now they offered up, hey, you know, thanks for that. We're going to let you come out take batting practice. So that was pretty cool. Um, I've thrown a first pitch out at an Indianapolis Indians game and to take batting practice uh, at the Tacoma Rainier Stadium. It was cool. My dad and I had a great time. My dad and I hadn't thrown a baseball together uh, probably since he coached me for like six games in a fall league, and we did not get along because I will never forget um, him pulling me off the mound when I was pitching, and I was probably very sporadic and obviously thought that I knew better and I knew more than him. 
and he pulled me, and I was hella pissed. Uh, but it is what it is. That was cool. Got to go down to Portland for the IndyCar race. Uh, spent last Tuesday in downtown Seattle. Walked about 14 miles. Kind of checked out everything. Went to both stadiums. Uh, T-Mobile Park, where the Seattle Mariners are in the middle of a uh, race for the playoffs. Kind of jumping on their bandwagon. I've always look. If you're a 90s kid that loves baseball, you probably love the Mariners at some point because of the fact they had King Griffey Jr., A-Rod, um, Randy Johnson, great uniforms as well. So, yeah, officially sign me up. I've got enough Mariners gear now. I've got enough King Griffey Jr. jerseys and shirts, and I bought a hoodie out there that had the MLB logo, except it was Ken Griffey Jr. with his hat on back, or so it was called. Uh, Lumen Field, home of the Seahawks. They took their first loss of the season to the Rams on Sunday as well. But uh, lots to do in Seattle, a museum of pop culture. So um, if you've ever been there, I would love to hear what you did and how much fun you had. Uh, I, I I must That Tuesday was great weather. We went down to Portland for the IndyCar race, uh, had an awesome time. My dad, who is so used to going to probably f- you know five to seven races a year when he lived in Indiana, now lives in Seattle, so he gets the Indianapolis 500 and – then he gets Portland, which might be moving up in the schedule for the 2024 IndyCar season. Uh, my dad, awesome picture him, and I know uh, you know there there there's certain race callers that you know call me out for taking pictures of drivers and shit. But uh, it was cool. My dad got his picture with Dario Franchitti and Tony Kanaan, so that really made his weekend. Got some autographs. Uh, my dad's a huge collector of racing and racing memorabilia, so. That was cool. Alex Pillow, your champion. Alex Pillow, your winner at Portland. I really like that Portland track. A lot of good sights. That turn one is pretty crazy. A smaller track. Portland's a weird town, like weird town. You'd think that Indianapolis has homeless issues. It's got nothing on, on the weirdness of Portland. And, um, we stayed over in Vancouver, Washington, across the bridge. Had a nice little little time. And I got to say shout-out, and we'll get him on the podcast, to the 2023 and the next champion, Christian Rasmussen of HMD Motorsports. Christian was the first driver that I ever spotted for in a test at Lucas Oil Raceway when he was with Jay Howard Driver Development back in 2021? Or was it 2019? I don't remember. Uh, The pandemic confused him. I think it was 2020, actually. I think that they took that race, if you remember right, they still ran out at IRP the weekend of the Indianapolis 500 in August. Because in Hendricks County, they didn't have uh, as much of a mandate as they did in Marion County, where the Indianapolis Motor Speedway was. So they still ran that Carb Night Classic, if not mistaken, and was a great deal of fun. Christian Rasmussen, uh, look, I said this on Twitter. I've I've worked with him, worked with him as as earlier this summer, really. I mean, I spotted for H and B Motorsports and their two oval test. Um, but 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 still follow Christian really really closely. Um, he's became a friend. Don't be the IndyCar team that overlooks him. Um, he is he can get it done, and I can't wait to see him hopefully get a full time IndyCar ride um, next year. But you know how politics work, and you know how different things happen, and other drivers that don't come up the road to Indy ladder like you're supposed to, and that should be supported more by IndyCar and making sure that driver has the funding to not just run three races and get some simulator time, but to run the full season. Um, obviously, Linus Lundquist, last year's champion, is going to run for Ganassi. So not you, you kind of look at it that way and say, well, it's, it's probably worth um, 
you know, sitting out for a season to be able to get that Ganassi ride. Uh, he ran his three races that he was guaranteed this year because of the injury to Simon Pagino. Shout out to Simon Pagino, one of the best guys in the paddock, uh, one of the nicest guys, a, a hell of an IndyCar champion, a hell of an Indianapolis 500 champion, and I hope we see him back out um, in a cockpit in an IndyCar to Indianapolis Motor Speedway soon. But congrats to HMD Motorsports, absolute class organization. We know David Malukas next year will go to Aero McLaren. We'll see what their plans are with HMD. Uh, the rumors seem to be that the 18 car will be filled by Devlin DeFrancesco and possibly a reunion in that 51 Rick Ware slash Dale Coyne entry with Roman Grosjean, who had a dismal year and really has had a dismal IndyCar career um, compared to the expectations that, that have kind of been put on him. Throughout, we know Marcus Erickson is going to Andretti Autosport. A lot of movement in the offseason, but also wanted to shout out to Miles Rowe. He's been on this podcast. He's been on with us at Burnout Sports. Uh, moving up next year, he'll be in the HMD stable for Indy Next, and I expect him, along with Jacob Abel, Nolan Siegel, to compete for uh, Louis Foster as well. Hunter McElray, if he's back, to be competing for the Indy Next Championship. Kiffin Simpson will be there as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I enjoy watching Indy Next. I've kind of gotten a behind-the-scenes uh, curtain curtain pulled back for me at HMD, which has been awesome. Mike Marini runs a great program. Uh, you know, you've heard him here on the show. And, you know, there's just so much that's going to happen in this offseason. You, you're going to have the Oval Test at Indianapolis Motor Speedway coming up next month in October with some of the rookies. You know, Linus Lundquist will be part of that. Tom Blomquist will be a part of that. Felix Rosequist going over to uh, Meyer Shank Racing. We'll break down the entire IndyCar offseason here in a, in a later episode coming up. This week, uh, we'll look back at IndyCar as well. All right, that's all I got for you. Thanks so much. Download the Fans Place app. Appreciate Flooring is Forever, flooringisforever.com. Uh, if you want to sponsor the Tony D Podcast, would love to have you on. We're going to revamp this thing and get it back going on the right track. Thank you all for the support, and enjoy the rest of your week. We'll have another one of these later on in the week, breaking down the 2023 IndyCar season. Cheers. <laughs>